Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Along the ridges in west of I-81, your high temperature today just around 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now we are at 37 degrees in Hyattsville as well in Herndon, 39 Foggy Bottom, 37 in our nation's capital where the time now on WTOP is 159. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Wednesday morning, January 31st. Welcome in. I'm Dean Blaine. Coming up, the Baltimore Orioles will be so soon will be under new ownership, we're told this morning. We're learning about the people shot during a violent rampage Monday night. I'm Scott Gelman. A closer look at D.C. gun violence, why it's happening, and who's being impacted. I'm Nick Ainelli. House Committee on Homeland Security votes to recommend two articles of impeachment against the Homeland Security Secretary to go to the full house. Soon the search will begin for a new Montgomery County Police Chief. I'm Kate Ryan. Wall Street mixed Asian stocks, mainly lower this morning. Good morning. Welcome in. Two o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. On that vote, Mr. Chairman Green, it was 18 ayes and 15 noes. The Republican-controlled House Homeland Security Committee has voted to send an impeachment resolution of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas to the full House. But UVA political scientist, uh, political analyst Larry Sabato says it may not get a majority vote there. The Republicans only currently have a majority of two. Not a single Democrat's going to vote for this. So it will be uh, exceptionally difficult to impeach him. We're learning about the lives cut short in a drone attack over the weekend in Jordan that killed American soldiers. CBS's Manuel Bohorka says that. Oneida Sanders says her daughter, 24-year-old Army Reserve Sergeant Kennedy Sanders, was set to return home in August. Kennedy was full of life. Sanders was one of three service members killed in the attack. The White House said President Biden spoke to all three families separately to extend his condolences and offer his support. I really felt that he had a sense of compassion. President Biden says he's decided how to respond to the attack, which a group of Iran-linked militias is claiming responsibility for. The, by the way, the two America Army specialists killed in the strike were posthumously promoted to sergeant on Tuesday. An American F-16 fighter jet has crashed off the west coast of South Korea, says reporter Alex Jensen in Seoul. The U.S. Air Force has released a statement confirming the pilot on board was able to safely eject and is in good condition. But with the cause of the aircraft's in-flight emergency unknown, this is the third F-16 crash in South Korea in less than a year. They wear or wore the badge. Now they find themselves on the other side of the law, says CBS's Jim Crisula. Two current and two former Massachusetts state police troopers are among six people charged in a scheme to allegedly take bribes, including a new snowblower and a new $10,000 driveway, in exchange for giving passing scores on commercial driving tests. The two retired troopers were arrested in Florida. It's the highest number of syphilis cases in the U.S. in 70 years, says CBS's Alexander Tin on the Health Watch. CDC now says that more than 203,000 cases of syphilis were reported in 2022. That is the most on record since the 1950s, before a broader rollout of penicillin was able to drive down rates of the sexually transmitted disease. New research shows that insects are drawn to light out of confusion, not attraction. A study published in the journal Nature Communications says lights at night may scramble their innate navigation systems. 
This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits? Go to progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. WTOP at 203. The good Wednesday morning, midweek, last day of this month. Welcome in January 31st. Cloudy, mild, chilly overnight, early morning. Veronica says the low by daybreak should be 35 to 40. 37 now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Blaine. We thank you for taking us along for your early 2 a.m. hour ride this Wednesday morning, midweek. We begin the ride this morning with the latest on Mike Gill, the first person shot in a violent rampage locally that stretched from D.C. to Prince George's County. On Monday night, now we're hearing from a friend of his this morning. I have been and continue to be just almost speechless about it. That's how Michael Bennett felt when he heard his friend and former colleague Mike Gill had been shot. They worked together on the D.C. Board of Elections for six years. Police say Gill was shot near 9th and K Streets just before 6 o'clock Monday night. It's just such a senseless act and such a senseless situation. I mean, I just, his, his family, my heart bleeds for his family. A family spokeswoman is identifying Gill as the victim of the shooting. D.C. police say a suspect got into a parked car and shot Gill. He got out and collapsed on the sidewalk. It makes you feel really vulnerable and frightened. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. D.C. police telling WTOP this morning Gill is this hour in very critical condition. We're also learning more about the victim who was shot and killed during the Monday night rampage. D.C. police say the suspect carjacked 35-year-old Alberto Vasquez Jr. and his girlfriend, on N Street in Northeast, even though Vasquez gave the suspect the keys to the car, the suspect still shot him. Vasquez was taken to a local hospital where he later died. NBC4 spoke with Vasquez's parents, Jacob and Antoinette Walker. You just kill him over a car? What can you do with a car? Like, you can't go anywhere with that. This doesn't make much sense. That, like, it's, it's senseless. He would never hurt anyone. He was the most charismatic, funny, party. Like he was, he was the life of the party. Vasquez leaves behind, we hear, two young daughters. WTOP at 2.05. We now know Wednesday morning, in recent years, gun violence in D.C. has been on a steep rise. A new report out this week looks at why some of that is happening and who is impacted the most by it. We're seeing this gun violence really focused on black males. About 95% of victims and suspects in D.C. homicides are black, despite black residents comprising only 46% of the city's overall population. And victims and suspects are primarily between the ages of 18 and 34. That's from a new report released by the Criminal Justice Coordinating Council, an independent D.C. agency that identifies public safety challenges. Executive Director Christy Love says personal disputes play a key role. It can be a dispute over a young woman that maybe two men happen to have the same interest in. Another major factor driving gun violence, inflammatory music videos and social media posts between rival neighborhood groups. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. 206 Wednesday morning on WTOP. A carjacking crisis among young people in the region center stage at Prince George's County Council in a meeting on Tuesday night, and WTOP's Dick Giuliano was there. Carjackings 2023. We're investigating 508 cases. Police Chief Malik Aziz says more than half those arrested for carjackings are juveniles. Every single year, our juvenile arrests have escalated more than the year before. He says juvenile crime calls for more mental health services, which must also reach families. 
Council member Eric Olson told the police chief he was nearly carjacked recently. And Council member Crystal Laureata said she and her mom were driving home last week when they were followed. Luckily, we noticed it, and I had to call my fiancé to ask him to come meet us and so that he could trail us home. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. WTOP at 207. He's been on the job for 38 years, and now he has apparently decided... That's enough. Montgomery County's police chief will be retiring come this summer. In his statement, Montgomery County Police Chief Marcus Jones said simply, the time is right. He'll retire effective July 1st. Jones has been with the county police department since 1985 and was tapped to lead the county force in 2019, stepping into the job during unprecedented times, according to County Executive Mark Elrich. Elrich says Jones has led with empathy and respect, while constantly adapting to new police training tactics and technology. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. We, of course, have learned this week that the Alexandria Police Chief Don Hayes is leaving that job to join the federal government. Good Wednesday morning, January 31st. Thanks for starting the last day of this month with us here at WTOP. It's 2.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. They can weather on the eights and when it breaks. That is the check-in this early morning with Ken Berger with this in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Good morning, everyone. Northbound 95, they temporarily reopened that center lane, but they have blocked it off again. So two right lanes remain blocked on northbound 95, uh, right in the area of Russell Road, south of Marine Corps Base Quantico. This is because of ongoing accident activity. Looks like some of the responding units, though, have left the scene, but there are two trucks, uh, tow trucks still there. Uh, so, again, move over to the far left side as you make the approach uh, after Aquia Harbor. Heading to the north, be prepared to move over to the far left side. The two left lanes are open. Be prepared to move over, over into that far left lane. Give them some room to work in that uh, left center lane. There are no delays because of this with a light volume of traffic. Then northbound 95 uh, at Dale Boulevard, left lane getting by the work zone. They're surveying operations southbound 95 south of Springfield to the Occoquan if all cleared. However, we still have one work zone on southbound 95. This is just after the Franconia Springfield Parkway. That's maintenance operations with the inside center lane and right outside lane block, and then southbound 95 south of Quantico into the Fredericksburg area, more surveying operations with the left shoulder and the left lane blocked. Beltway out loop at the American Legion Bridge, maintenance work, right lane is blocked. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ionic, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. This morning, temperatures between 34 and 40 degrees. That's safely above freezing with overcast skies. So even though there might be a flurry or two around the area, it's going to be melting on its journey down. It's mostly scattered sprinkles for us. Any accumulating snowfall would be far west of I-81 and the highest of elevations above 2,000 feet. Meanwhile, later today, your Wednesday afternoon, partly to mostly cloudy, 45 to 49 degrees coming your way. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Remember Kmart's blue light special? Now Walmart has the green light special to help shoppers find stuff in its massive stores. It plans to test a system in which shoppers can pull up an item on an app and a small light flashes its location. 
It's using green lights in a small-scale test with employees. Business groups are challenging California's first-in-the-nation emissions reporting law. The federal lawsuit says the law, which requires companies to file reports on climate risks, violates the Constitution as well as federal law. California Governor Gavin Newsom signed the law last year. Commercial shippers continue to avoid the Red Sea, fearing attacks by Houthi rebels in Yemen. So it's not surprising that pleasure cruises are avoiding the waterway as well. Carnival has rerouted itineraries for 12 ships that had been scheduled to transit the Red Sea starting in May. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. When a warrior faces adversity, he fights through it. He finds a way. Freedom isn't free. Rolling strong. Belief. Believe you can and you will. Wheelchairs for Warriors provides mobility solutions to veterans and first responders injured in the line of duty. Join the mission and visit wheelchairsforwarriors.org. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that our daughters have what they need to grow and learn. But that isn't the case for nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. that struggle with hunger. Childhood hunger is a heartbreaking reality that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and provides it to families and children in need. You can help kids in need in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Uh Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. (laughs) (laughs) And now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hey, son, how are you feeling? Um, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just, I can't explain it. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at SoundItOutTogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. At this very moment, Doctors Without Borders is on the ground in communities around the world, delivering life-saving medical care where it's needed most. Our teams are bandaging war-wounded patients caught in the crossfire in Sudan, providing clean drinking water in Haiti, and performing emergency C-sections in Yemen. Doctors Without Borders teams are in over 70 countries worldwide, bringing patients from sick to recovering, from emergency to aid, from crisis to care. This life-saving work is made possible by our movement of supporters. People like you who help our patients even when they're half a world away. At Doctors Without Borders, we won't stop working to bring our patients and their communities from crisis to care.
6 a.m. Breaking news from Alexandria. 3.15 p.m. An update now on a story we've been following all day. 6.17 p.m. New information just coming in. WTOP doesn't just report breaking news and move on. We stay with the story. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. This is WTOP News. Tina Nguyen was a conservative millennial with an interest in journalism. Pursuing her career through a network of academic and professional mentors, she then found herself at the center of the right-wing MAGA movement. In this latest edition of the WTOP Book Report, she talks to our own Tariq King this morning about her new memoir that's titled The MAGA Diaries, My Surreal Adventures Inside the Right Wing and How I Got Out. We will make America great again. It's a political influence operation, I guess, that just started about, I think, the 1960s. You have a system that's taking young people and turning them into powerful people and There are so many ways to become powerful, but all you need to do is go up to an older person, be impressive, be promising, and they'll go, man, okay, here's some attention. Here's some money. Let's see how far you can go. And I got out right before I realized exactly what that ideological commitment meant, and I just, like, could not make it. You you found your way through it as essentially an observer, a journalist. The institutions where you were, that exposed you to basically certain networks and it just kind of happened to be in a rightward direction. The reason ultimately that I ended up inside the movement was literally because an institute funded partially by Koch Brother Money was looking for young journalists who wanted an internship in the summer of 2009 at a news outlet to build a clip file. And my goal ultimately was to be a journalist. It's a really weird approach to a political book. Basically, it's a coming-of-age memoir that tracks my growth from a young, idealistic journalist into the current state of the world we're in with a very long detour slash journey into the far-right movement that birthed Donald Trump and gave him power. There is no equivalent to this on the left? There's absolutely no equivalent to this on the left. And that shocked me. It's not an ideology that's making Trumpism and MAGAism motivating force in America. It's the organizational structure that can get it from Donald Trump's brain to actionable policy. Be sure and check out Tariq's full interview with Tina Nguyen and learn more about the MAGA Diaries as it's titled. Just head over to our website and search book report. Quick look at the top stories we're following for you this morning on WTOP. A series of shootings and carjackings locally in D.C. and Prince George's County comes to an end with the suspect shot dead by police. A girl is dead this morning locally after being hit by a car in southeast D.C. Tuesday afternoon. And word this morning that the Angelos family has reportedly struck a deal to sell the Baltimore Orioles to billionaire David Rubenstein for $1.7 bucks. More in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 at WTOP.com. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. 
surveying operations southbound 95 south of Springfield, heading past the Franconi Springfield Parkway, have ended. However, we do have reports of an incident blocking the right lane right shoulder southbound 95 just south of 123 in Woodbridge. Then northbound 95 uh, as you make the approach to Quantico or as you make the approach to uh, Russell Road heading to up to Quantico Triangle, you still have a couple of lanes to the right blocked uh, along with the far right shoulder. Move over to the far left side. Be prepared for that as you make the approach after Aquia Harbor heading up to the north, then northbound 95 at Dale Boulevard, left lane getting by the work zone. 17th Street northwest in the city between G Street and Pennsylvania Avenue that is shut down because of ongoing water main repair. Also have downed wires affecting both directions of the Georgetown Pike between the Beltway and Swinks Mill Road on southbound 395 at the 14th Street Bridge. Be prepared for various lane closures because of maintenance operations. Then southbound 395 north of Seminary Road, heading to just south of 644. All the way, watch out for maintenance operations in various lanes. Northbound 395, just south of Virginia 7, heading up to Duke Street in Alexandria. Traffic engineering operations, the center lane and the right lane are closed. It's a blizzard of savings at Marlowe Furniture. Take up to an extra 25% off dining rooms and up to an extra 20% off sectionals and living rooms Friday through Sunday at Marlowe Furniture. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Overcast skies and from some of those clouds, even a few scattered sprinkles expected. A few here this morning and then another chance mainly during the afternoon. Temperatures will move from around 34 to 40 degrees here early this morning to just shy of 50 degrees for the afternoon. Your highest temperatures of the week will come Thursday in the mid-50s with partly sunny to mostly sunny skies. And another fast-moving weather maker for Friday. Some scattered sprinkles again, the high at 51 degrees. We're dry for the upcoming weekend under most Mostly sunny skies. Temperatures will start out near freezing each day, topping out in the low 50s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Nothing says I love you like romantic, timeless jewelry. Even better when you can save an extra 20%. Right now at Diamonds Direct, all fashion favorite jewelry is 20% off. That's earrings, bracelets, pendants, bands, colored gemstone jewelry. Get 20% off Diamonds Direct's already unbeatable prices. Special financing, too. Get her something she can enjoy and appreciate for years to come. A fashion favorite from Diamonds Direct. Shop in-store or online at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. How many times will you risk that dangerous climb in and out of the bathtub this new year? It's a smart resolution to convert that unsafe, ugly old bathtub to a gorgeous new shower. The shower system from PJ Fitzpatrick features a low, low entry that means no more tub hopping for 2024. A PJ Fitzpatrick shower is luxurious, affordable, and it all installs in just one day. Plus, PJ Fitzpatrick will include a free designer safety package this month. Visit TrustPJ.com for your free design consultation. Are your children up to date on their school immunizations? Childhood immunizations and regular visits to the doctor help protect D.C. public school students, staff, and teachers year-round. Make sure your students are protected from childhood diseases. Visit osse.dc.gov immunization for more information on school immunization requirements and to find vaccine clinics throughout the district. Together, we can ensure all D.C. students are healthy and ready to learn by protecting them and our community against infectious disease. Visit osse.dc.gov immunization to learn more. 
you're new to WTOP, welcome. This is where you'll hear news that impacts you. We are hearing about an incident in Bethesda. A storm system is moving across northern Virginia. Two crashes on I-270 with two lanes blocked. Here's the latest expert advice on college admissions. A new drug for Alzheimer's is offering new hope. If you've been relying on WTOP News for years, thank you for being a loyal listener. WTOP News. Facts matter. I heard it on WTOP. This is WTOP News. A start of the world of sports this morning on WTOP. The Baltimore Orioles, as we've been telling you on TOP, are reportedly being sold. Multiple news outlets are reporting this week that the team is being sold to a group led by private equity billionaires David Rubenstein and Mike Arrighetti. Rubenstein is at the head of an investment group that includes, apparently, Orioles legend Cal Ripken Jr. This morning, Baltimore Banner reporter Pamela Wood says this ownership change is something many fans have wanted for quite a long time. Peter Angelos wasn't always popular as the owner. He still is the owner, but he has been in charge for several years as his health has failed him. And his son, John Angelos, has taken charge. John has really left the baseball to the baseball people and helped engineer. Uh, you know, there were some very dark years for the Orioles, but they they turned it around last year, made the playoffs very exciting. But even so, fans have been calling for a long time for the Angelos family to sell, and it looks like they are getting their wish. The deal estimated this morning to be around $1.7 billion. A Democrat can Controlled committee in Virginia's Senate has voted this week against approving Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin's pick to lead the state's parole board. The Privileges and Elections Committee offering no explanation apparently when voting to remove Patricia West's name from a resolution containing a long list of appointees requiring General Assembly approval. That resolution now moves to the full Senate where Democrats have a narrow majority right now. An attempt could be made to restore West to the list of appointees. Youngkin announced West's appointment back in the fall in September. man was found shot inside a car at DuPont Circle in Northwest D.C. D.C. police say it happened around 4 p.m. in the afternoon Tuesday yesterday at the intersection of Connecticut Avenue and Q Street near the north entrance of the Department Circle Metro Station. The victim was conscious and breathing at the time as he was taken to the hospital. It's unknown what led up to that shooting at this time. We don't have any of that information right now. The detectives are going through video footage trying to figure that out. So if anyone has any of that information, please give us a call or text us. D.C. Police Commander Nikki Labenhouse this morning. Stay with us for more information as it comes in on that developing story here at WTOP. To the world of entertainment this morning, a new documentary will apparently show how a legendary singer has been coping with a debilitating diagnosis. Amazon MGM just scored the rights to Celine Dion's story. A new documentary will focus on her life, legacy, and battle with a rare neurological condition known as stiff person syndrome. This is what's been causing all of the spasms that I've been having. It affects one in every one million people. Sometimes causing difficulties when I walk and not allowing me to use my vocal cords. The singer says she hopes the documentary raises awareness and helps others when it eventually premieres on Prime. Monica Ricks, CBS News. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. 
Two college basketball games of local interest went the other way. George Washington shot just 32% and made only 5 of 29 from three-point range in an 83-61 loss to number 21 Dayton, the Revs' fourth straight defeat. VCU lost a 67-62 heartbreaker at St. Bonaventure, blowing a 20-point lead and missing multiple tries for the game-tying three at the end. The loss sends a five-game win streak overall and their Division I best 11 straight wins in true road games. A pair of top five upsets. Third-ranked North Carolina lost their first conference game to Georgia Tech in the final seconds and number five Tennessee stunned by South Carolina on their home courts. Up a level, the NBA All-Star Weekend's three-point shooting